Google Stadia is finally testing game streaming over mobile data. Phil Schiller has defended App Store policy in a new interview just ahead of Tim Cook's antitrust testimony. And Discord's mobile app is getting background noise suppression because why not? Visit me down out to the world. My name's Luke and let's get started. So once again, we're not going to have any segments. However, I do have some very interesting news for Dan Out Digital Dive. And I'm going to do that really quickly. Uh, long story short, same time that this episode launches today is the exact time that Dan Out Digital Dive's first episode will launch. So ideally, they should have both launched by 10 o'clock tonight. So 10 o'clock tonight, you'll be able to see this episode and Dan Out Digital Dive's episode will also be available. Remember to find Dynamic Digital Dive on Spotify. All you have to do is search up Dynamic Digital Dive and it should come up. <coughs> Sorry. So let's get straight into this with uh, Google Stadia and 4G and 5G game streaming. So since the launch in November 2019, you've only been able to uh, play Stadia games on your phone over Wi-Fi. Unless, of course, you trick Stadia into playing over a cellular connection by tethering a laptop to a phone or hotspot. It is possible, but again, it was a bit silly. But now, as part of the experiment, you have to opt in. But on a Stadia app, you go on your Android phone, you select, you tap on your avatar, select experiment, and then use mobile data. And that should allow it. Now, Sean, who reviewed the uh, service at The Verge, found that the experience ranged from totally playable to annoyingly stuttery. This was over a 90 megabits per second LTE connection. However, that was all the way back in November 2019 and it could be remarkably clearer now, especially as it will be a direct connection. Uh, it's one of many notable updates to Stadia since launch, including bringing the service to practically any Android phone, allowing Stadia controllers to work wirelessly with Android devices and launching the free version of the service. Google Stadia, in my opinion at least, this is now away from the verge, has definitely been taking steps to catch up with the likes of GeForce Now, possibly surpassing it as it is available on technically more devices than Chromecast. And it's on its way to catching up with Project X Cloud Xboxing Competitor, which is launching in September as it's been in base for the last few months. However, base has consistently had more games than Google Stadia. I will be doing a full review on both platforms in September once xCloud is out fully as I'll have one month to trial xCloud through a Game Pass Ultimate subscription I have and then I'll also be able to do a two month trial of Google Stadia. I will also give Google, uh, I will also give uh, the only reason I need the trial for both, the kind of trial payment for both of those is because technically for xCloud is still a paid service and for Stadia venue I don't have any games purchased off of it as I've never really been able to invest myself in the service. I don't feel I can trust it very well to not be gone soon. Uh, so with all of that said I'm looking forward to seeing what this brings and seeing if things will come better. However I will not be testing an LTE connection as I have one gigabyte of data. Uh, let's move on to Phil Schiller defending the App Store policy. So for those of you who are unaware, App Store's got some very strict policies and when Tim Cook is going to testify tomorrow, you'd think the others would be fairly kind of um, 
do you think it would be very, let's say, fairly minimal in what you're saying about your thing? Just in case the House Judiciary Committee decided, I don't know, but actually the policies aren't very good. But instead, Apple VP Phil Schiller defended the App Store in an interview with Reuters. I do expect him to defend it. And he's touted that the App Store has flipped how the entire software industry works. Uh, he's the Vice President of Worldwide Marketing and explained that the goal of the App Store is to treat all apps in the App Store the same. Now, unlike PC software, the idea is that the App Store treats all developers the same with no special deals or terms for large creators. I have a small deal with no thing with no special deals. Uh, Amazon is granted exclusion and get the full amount of money on rented titles in Amazon Prime Video. I think that might only be with people who already have a subscription, I'm not exactly sure. However, Schiller also acknowledged the App Store has had to adjust its policy for instances where the user have purchased a subscription or account somewhere else. In these situations, developers can allow... Now, this is what he's saying. In these situations, developers can allow users to sign in with an account created elsewhere, so long as the games or apps also offer in-app payments through Apple's system. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think that... This is very different. Uh, This is not really... Yeah, this isn't what I like. Like, are they allowed to advertise this difference now? Because I've still never seen advertising, but yeah, no, if I've never seen that you're allowed to advertise it. And some apps are allowed to not do it. Now, I will say, Apple did say earlier that, so as I just said, Shilla emphasized all apps are true the same, but Apple said earlier that it has an established program for premium subscription video entertainment providers. But allow customers to buy or rent movies and TV shows using the payment method tied to their existing video subscription. It's kind of complicated, but Shiller's comments do also come one day before Tim Cook faced a questioning from the House Judiciary Committee, alongside Jeff Bozos, Bezos, sorry, Apple Tim, uh, yeah, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, and Google Sundar Pichai. Uh, concerns for it generally centre on cut the company takes from app store sales and in-app payments and subscriptions. Uh, on tomorrow, I'll be launching the first episode of Apple Analysis. This is a new podcast, and this will be completely focusing on what will be happening during this How to Judiciary Committee meeting. You can expect it to be up to an hour long, maybe even longer, depending on what we find out. I'll also do an Android analysis episode on what happens. As for Facebook and uh, as for Facebook and Amazon, they will be tied into the normal uh, dynamic digital world, as well as results on all of them. So make sure that you're following uh, dynamic digital dive and dynamic digital world as always, and be on the lookout for when the episodes specifically dedicated to uh, Google Sundar Pichai and. Apple's Tim Cook do come out on their respective Apple Analysis and Android Analysis podcast tomorrow. Uh, this is going to be launched on all podcasts apart from Linux Lite, which will be launching by Sunday today, by Sunday this week, probably sooner. Our final story for today, though, is nothing to do with App Store or Go- Apple or Google, 
but is instead to do with Discord's mobile app. Discord's mobile app is getting background noise suppression because life is noisy. It's available on Discord's iOS and Android apps and will basically mean that the audio will be a bit better. Now, if you have an NVIDIA graphics card, then you can add noise suppression as they have a uh, kind of a noise feature that allows you to get rid of background noise and it works fairly well. But Discord has added the same desktop noise suppression feature to its mobile app that it rolled out to desktop in April. Meaning if your, your phone is built in mic or your earbuds should be able to take advantage as well. <coughs> now Discord have partnered with crisp.ai to create a virtual microphone that should intelligently filter out background noise that might keep people from hearing your voice. So for example typing on a keyboard or the sound of a puppy barking and howling at a fridge for making ice. Uh, the new feature is already live and you can see how to access it in a truly in a uh, very I can't believe you watched it video featuring an animated goat. I actually have not watched this but it's kind of interesting. Now as the pandemic keeps all of us indoors, uh, chat services like Discord, Teams, Slack and Zoom uh, <coughs> do definitely have a massive increase in users. Teams and Slack themselves have announced that they both passed uh, 75 that. Teams passed 75 million daily active users, meanwhile Slack passed 12.5 million concurrent users. This is actually related to another um, case that is going on between Teams and Slack, where Slack is suing Teams and more broadly Microsoft for anti-competitive practices. That is just in... Now, Discord says it saw a 50% growth in daily voice users in just the United States and exponential growth overseas in countries including France and Italy. In June it secured $100 million in funding to move beyond the gaming community and become more of a day-to-day -to -day communication tool. Discord isn't the only company to uh, embrace noise cancellation features. Google Meet added a similar AI powered feature in April. Uh, Microsoft Teams is adding a real-time noise, noise suppression feature this year. Crisp also offers a desktop app and a Chrome browser extension that, like NVIDIA's offering, can work with a variety of apps. However, it does not, as far as I'm aware, require a specific graphics card. So that is today's free top stories and we are on a 10 minute episode. Uh, I really am trying to streamline these recently, it's, the episodes have become quite long and with the Sunday ones being almost up to an hour now. I figured I'd try and keep these as things that you can just listen to on your commute. So yeah, that is absolutely everything for today. I hope you've all enjoyed listening. And if you really need more to listen to, then head over to Stand Out Digital Dive. Whilst the name might be a tongue twister, you will come away feeling like you've learned a ton. And it will be straight to the point with no waffle like in this podcast. My name is Luke, this is the Stand Out Digital World. A dynamic digital series podcast. Also, yes, that is going to be at the end of every podcast when I'm introing and outroing. It's just a, it's just kind of a business thing. I might cut it in tomorrow's. I'm not sure yet. But thank you for listening, and I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. <laughs>